Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our Radio Drama Podcast. Speaking of dramas, on the program tonight we have a really cool one for you called Gone Are the Days. Joining me to introduce it is the writer of it, James Napoli. There he is, sitting across from me. Hello, Frequency Podcasters. They love you out there. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about this piece because it's about, at its core, marital relationships, a couple going to therapy trying to repair their marriage but you also not to not to give you know too much away but you also mix in paranormal with this piece (laughs) how in the heck did you ever go and get you know a marriage counseling relationship drama but also get in paranormal where did this come from all right let's see if i can feel this one (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) because i'm in this one too so that made it even trickier Uh, I play a character who is so relentlessly upbeat that he has lost touch with his uh, deeper side. Right. But, um, yeah. Kind of like you. You're relentlessly upbeat all the time. And I'm always losing touch with my (laughs) deeper side. Well, first of all, to to, you didn't want to give a spoiler. I have to give a mild spoiler to answer your question. But the supernatural concept of one's catching up to oneself Mm -hmm. from a younger self to an older self. Yes. If that's, that's a big enough, I think that it won't be a spoiler. Right. That goes back a long way in supernatural stories. Of course, Harlan yes. Ellison wrote about it. Rod Serling wrote about it. Of course. So uh, nothing new under the sun in terms of my treatment of that. Right. However, if you're um, hearing clanging in the background, that's my dog itching. Sorry, it's everybody. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's it's radio documentary. <laughs> it's, it's like a sound effect. <laughs> Ira Glass should be here. So, um, but within that, you get. I think everyone gets to a point in their life where they want to let go of the past. Right. And so that's what ended up happening. That's how the two melded was that you have an adult who is stuck in the past and it's affecting his relationship. Right. And so that's the relationship drama. Supernatural was, okay, so how do we show that he's stuck in the past? Right. Which, 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 is, which is such a great little twist to this one. Talk a little bit about working with Natalie Blaylock and kind of the chemistry that you guys have as, as, as husband and, and wife in this. Yeah, it's so great listening to this and hearing the interactions that Natalie and I had. What she really pulled off, I thought, was she really cared for that guy, for yeah, my character. Did. Right. And at she every turn. She wanted to work. Yeah, she definitely did. At every turn, I was kind of a pain. Right. Too relentlessly upbeat, too mm. trying to avoid everything and steer the conversation another way. And she played the idea of someone who saw through that right. and loved a person. I thought just with the with her voice alone. I mean, yeah. voice acting, I, I, she yeah, really shows it here. She showed that, like, she just wanted him to fight, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of times that's what, what you capture so well in this. A lot of times relationship problems... You know, they always say you can you, you you can boil it down to one thing. Just fight for me more, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. And right. that's really kind of what 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 you sort of you know find in this. And she found really well in a wonderful kind of subtle way, yeah. which is really great. So yeah, when she finally gives up, she really does. She does. And you know, I mean, again, you know, you have to hear this one because you know, there there there, there is a character that James and I, me as a performer, and James as a performer, share in this one. That's all that I'll say. Hmm. Okay. Yes, exactly. Let's let them think about that, too. Exactly. Their minds are blown right now. They're like, <laughs> Matt, James, get me to the piece. <laughs> All right. Let's let everybody enjoy this one at home. James, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Enjoy this one out there. Here we are after the new frequency stage for Gone Are the Days. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. 
New frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful curiosity. In one. New frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Calling all freaks. All You know, they say to be careful who you meet on the way up because you're going to meet those exact same people on the way back down. And some of the people you're going to meet, you have no idea how much in common you can have with them. As we'll see in our last piece on the evening, another big hand for the New Frequency Players, presentation of Gone Are the Days. So, Linda, tell me how that makes you feel. Well, Doctor. Oh, boy. Here we are again. Me and the little woman talking through our problems. As far as I'm concerned, we need to shovel through them. There isn't a shovel big enough to dig through all that. I so don't want to be here. Hey, you know, that's an interesting pattern on the wallpaper. Ron. And if you look at it quickly, kind of looks like a cartoon character. Wait a minute, which cartoon? Damn it, I know which one it is. Ron. SpongeBob. Yeah, not SpongeBob, but his pal. Yeah, it looks just like him. I wonder if the person who designed this wallpaper knew that it would end up in a couple's counselor's office and some guy who doesn't even want to be here would one day be looking at the wall and thinking, that looks just like SpongeBob's best friend. <clears throat> Ron. What, huh? What? Are you with us, Ron? Oh, sorry, Dr. Miller, I'm distracted. Distracted? That's putting it mildly. No, oh, no. Linda. Well, it's true. He's been antsy for months, like he can't wait to bolt off half the time. How do you feel about that, Ron? Um, antsy? <laughs> you don't know how it makes you feel when Linda says something like that about you? Well, I would like to bolt out of here so it's not like she's lying. <laughs> Ron, Linda, we seem to be coming back to a lot of the same problems. Well, I, I know. I don't think Ron is making any room for me emotionally. And I think Linda is pushing too hard. It's like we can't get on the same page. We took that vacation to get closer to each other, but we came back to L.A. even more disconnected. I didn't know you wanted to take that vacation to bring us closer. I, I thought we just wanted to have a good time. <laughs> you know what? I came into couples therapy wanting to save this relationship, but I believe Ron was, well... That he was hoping it would point out our differences so we'd see that we shouldn't stay together. Is that true, Ron? Do you think you came here with a sense of self-fulfilling prophecy? Oh, yes. No doubt about it. Well, that's real progress, Ron. What does self-fulfilling prophecy mean again? <laughs> oh, brother. You know, Ron, I think you try to lighten things up all the time because you're afraid. No, no, I like to lighten things up. It's fun. Don't I make you laugh, Linda? Yes, but it's not. <laughs> like that time that I belched right at the most suspenseful <laughs> scene in that movie theater? Come on, help me out, honey. You remember. <laughs> Ron. Na -na -na. Sorry. Well, it was funny. Yeah, we laughed our asses <laughs> off. Some things in life require being serious. Can you accept that, Ron? Yes. Wait, are you serious? Okay, Ron. <laughs> well, that's our time for today. Um, I oh. think we made some real progress. Oh, yeah. I'll see you both on Tuesday. Great. Remember, in your day-to-day, -day, when problems arise, take a deep breath and think love and understanding. Isn't that a little gay? Ron. What? There's something solid between you two. Yes, a big solid wall, and I thought we were paying you to get rid of that. <laughs> Ron. Let's continue this Tuesday. Thank you, Dr. Miller. Right. Thanks, doctor. 
Ron. I hate you. Why? I know you, Ron. I know how you get defensive, but it's new to Dr. Miller. What do you care what she thinks? Okay, so you make me laugh. But we're in trouble here. Oh, that. Right. So, how about a hug? Huh? A hug. We're right outside the doctor's door. Big whoop, come on. All right. A hug. Sure. No problem. Is that okay? It's fine. Don't break away yet. I wasn't going to break away. You're a bad liar, Ron. No, I'm not. That was a joke. Liar. Not okay, a bad... <laughs> okay. I guess that's the end of the hug. Yeah, well, I was just trying to, you know, lighten things up. Three years. We've built something, you and I. Why can't we make it work? Well, we just keep coming up against the same stuff. I feel this when you do this. You feel that when I do that. I'm tired of pushing each other's buttons. Well, how do you get through a relationship without pushing buttons, Ron? Have the buttons surgically removed. <laughs> Ouch. God, that's got to hurt. Yeah, it could. Okay, let's head out. Right. Right. does it take to get a walk signal? You know, it doesn't matter how often you hit the button, it doesn't make the light change any faster. Says you. Hey. Hey, th that little boy. What did you say, Ron? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I guess you know, Linda can't see this kid. The way the bus is parked, he, he must be just out of review over there on Pico Boulevard. Why should I care about some kid on a bicycle? One of those bikes with the old banana seat? And he's wearing those tie-dyed sneakers? What is he, about seven, maybe eight? Ron, where are you going? Uh, I'll be right there, honey. Wait a minute. Is that kid coming toward me? He is? Why should I be so scared? He's just a boy. But I am scared, I am! Ron! My God, he, you huh? nearly walked what? in front of the bus. Where did he go? Who? Uh, there was this, he was right there. Oh, God. You know what, Linda? Let's just go home. Don't do that to me, honey. We, we're having problems, but I don't want to lose you that way. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. Ugh. Ugh. Rod, are you okay? Shh. Go back to sleep. I'm just going to get a glass of water. Okay. <sighs> well, a glass of water and a look at some old photo albums. Let's see. Oh, here's one. Wow, did my parents really dress like that? Jeez. Oh, oh, here's one of me. You were a cute baby, Rono. But I need something from a little later, like when I was seven or eight. Oh my God. It says Ron, age seven. That's me all right with the tie-dyed sneakers on my bike with a banana seat. It was my birthday present. That was such a good day. Maybe the last good day before the divorce. Man, that picture. That kid I saw on the street today. It was. It was. <laughs> to hell with a glass of water. I need a good stiff drink. Ron, are you coming back to bed? Uh, I'll be there in a minute. Okay. Are you all right? I'll be right up. But as for being all right, I don't know. Throw them boxes on the truck, load them boxes, man, this sucks. Work and work for UPS. Help me out here, Ron, I can't think of a good next line. Ron, 
Rano. Huh? Huh? Dude, come on, what's up? What? You're the man when it comes to punchlines. Don't leave us hanging. Uh, sorry, guys. I guess I was distracted. Distracted? That's, that's putting it mildly. Where have I heard that before? Huh? Nothing. You okay, man? I mean, all right, so part-time UPS ain't exactly a dream gig, but we're trying to make the most of it nah, here. Nah, you guys are great. I don't know what's up with me. Well, whatever. As long as you don't drop any boxes on my foot. Right. Yeah. Oh. Ow! Oh, jeez, I'm sorry, Chet. That wasn't funny, funny man! Hey, I wasn't being funny. Yeah, you can say that again. Okay, oh, guys, back off. Take a break, Ron. I don't need a break. Let's just keep working. Let's just... Oh, wait a sec. You sure you're okay, man? You guys see that kid? What's up with you, Rano? Oh, man, what am I talking about? Of course, they don't see the kids. I'm the only one who sees strange kids standing around. This one's different. He's not so young as before. No bicycle. 14 or so. Black leather jacket, long, greasy hair. And he's smoking. Hey, he's too young to be smoking. Ron, is there something over there on Doc D? No. No, I guess I'm, I'm just tired. Uh, spacing out. Hey, where are you going? How can I tell him I'm not just tired? And that kid is looking at me. Oh, no, he's coming toward me, too. What's he want? Damn it, what does he want? Oh, jeez. Holy oh. crap, Ron. Didn't you see that truck pulling in? What? Oh, oh, man, no. Thanks, guys. Don't mention it. And I mean it. Don't mention it if you want to keep your job. Oh, no. Come on, guys. It was a one-time thing. It's stress-related. Uh-huh. Really? Hey, hey, you guys hear the one about the constipated mathematician? Do tell. He worked it out with a pencil. <laughs> oh, man, that joke is Jeez. crap. At yeah. least it's the old Ron we know and love, though. You bet it is. You bet. I'm fine, guys. Really yeah. fine. Sure. I'll be fine when I get to the bottom of this. All right, this would be in one of the later photo albums, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know you're in here, kid. I know I'm in here. Bingo. Leather jacket, greasy hair. Ron, aged 14. I can still hear my mom pissed at me for smoking cigarettes. If all the other boys jumped off the Empire State Building, would you jump too? <laughs> I made her life hell. I blamed her for Dad taking off on us. But oh God, it's me. This kid I keep seeing, it is me. I knew it, but I don't want to know it. <sighs> Ron? What? Huh? What? What are you doing? Uh, I, I came down because you were taking so long. Um, are those your family photo albums? Yeah. What brought this on? I don't know, I guess... Uh... Here it comes. Go ahead, slay me with your wit. <laughs> I'm a sucker for it every time. Linda? I guess I have been kind of melancholy thinking about stuff, thinking about how we're breaking up. Well, that wasn't very funny. No. But at least one of us finally said it. Yep. I'll call the movers. I'll get my stuff out of here by next week. But you love Santa Monica. Where will you stay? I've already talked to Karen. She's got an extra room until I find a place. You already talked to Karen? You lined up a place to stay? <laughs> What's that thing in comedy? Huh? Where you can figure out the punchline in advance? Ron, I saw this coming down Fifth Avenue. Oh, Linda, I, I... What is it, Ron? Nothing. I guess it's for the best, like you say. Yeah, for the best. Hey, guys, all these boxes over here are ready to go into the truck. Hang on. Here's 
that chair. Run! You shouldn't have carried that one yourself. The movers could do it. Hey, I lift things for a living. I'm just trying to be helpful. Just trying to get me out of here sooner. No, no, no. I'm afraid my tenderness is at a low ebb, Ron. I'm done. You're done. So that's why all your stuff is in boxes. <laughs> oh, oh, good one, Ron. What? That's 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 you, isn't it? What, uh, Keep it light. What? Keep it even keel. What? Don't rock the boat. Uh, don't agree. Don't disagree. Uh, but most of all, don't fight for me. God. I can't be what you want me to be. <laughs> what a line. Have you been watching the Lifetime channel when I wasn't looking? No, I mean it. I, I, I. Uh, oh, God. What is it, Ron? What are you looking at? Certainly not me. Uh, Linda, I... Uh, oh, never mind. I'm going upstairs for more boxes. How can I tell her about him? Maybe you could take a walk or something. How can I tell her that he's back and he's older? That he's standing over there in front of the 7-Eleven? And he's not a boy anymore. He's a man. He's me. This time he is truly, truly me. Ron, I'm going upstairs for more boxes. I'd like it if you'd take a break. I don't want to deal with you when I come back down. Oh, okay, but he's, uh, I'm Linda. Oh, I'm going upstairs, Ron. He's, he's coming toward me, is what he's doing just like before. But he's faster now. He's almost here. Oh, my God. Oh, forget it. I am so out of here. No, got... wait, come back. Oh, great. He's talking to me now. Oh, you can't run away, Ron, not anymore. You get away from me. I can't. I'm you. You know that. Well, what do you want? You know what I want. I don't. You do, and you won't find out until you stop running. <laughs> I'll run forever. Uh, you're out of room, Ron. We're at the beach. I won't stop. It's just a long, vast expanse of ocean. Shut up. You have to face me, Ron. You have to face your past. Oh. That's it. Now slow oh, down. Slow oh, down, geez. Ron. <laughs> stop. Do both of those things for the first time in your life. Damn you. You and I are going to have a little talk. Or should I say you and you? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you doing this? I'm everything you are, everything that made you. I'm all the crap that's been holding you back for over 30 years. What? You kept me waiting too long, but, you know, I had to come back and kick your ass. It was now or never. Why now? Well, Linda, that's why. Linda? She's the best thing you ever had, you dope. And you have been conveniently using me to convince yourself otherwise. Oh, get out of town. Hello, Ron, I am your past. I've been through it all with you. You've had plenty of women who offered you love before, and every time you bailed. Oh, sure, sure, Love sure. scared the hell out of you. I should know because I was there to help scare you every time. What? You could always drudge me up. This will never work because I'm just like my dad. This won't work because blah, 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 freaking blah. That's it. That's my life. That's all my problems. Blah, blah, freaking blah. Hey, that stuff was important at the time, chum. You went through some bad stuff. Falling back on me was only natural. Everybody does it. I kept you alive. In other words, I'm a mess because of you, you butthole. Yeah, that's right. But you know what? I want us to be happy finally. What? You don't think I was worried when you met Linda? Huh? I knew she was getting through to you, so I was working extra hard to screw things up. Oh, well, thanks for nothing. Ron, oh boy. I spent a lot of years helping you survive, but now it's time to start living. The fact is, I couldn't fool my usual bull with Linda. She's special. I know it, and so do you. So I'm being a man about this, Ron. Hmm? I'm taking a hike. What? I'm finally leaving. No, oh, you, you can't. You're a part of me. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, your cells regenerate every seven years. You let them go without any hassle. I don't want to... I don't want you to go. Yeah, you do. You'll see. It'll be easier without me. So, <clears throat> if you'll excuse me, 
I'm gonna walk into the ocean now. Oh man, you're serious about this? Has a heart attack. Oh no, you can't. Well, what should I do? I suggest you start running. Running where? I think you know, you big dummy. Linda? Move it! They're still packing the truck. Linda, oh man, I gotta find her. Good one, Ron. Hey, say, did you hear the one? What? Hello? Hello? Well then, goodbye then, uh, me. Uh, what am I doing? I gotta get going. Oh, Linda, Linda. Ron? Linda, don't leave. Linda, don't go. Oh, Ron. I think I know what's been wrong with us, Linda, with me. I've been pushing you away, and I didn't know it. The thing is, I want to, I want to let you, for God's sake, I'm a guy. I can't say this stuff. Something about letting me love you? Bingo. <laughs> I don't know, Ron. Please, Linda, give me a chance. Give me one more chance. So, Ron, Linda, it seems as if there's a new willingness to work things through here. <laughs> yes, Dr. Miller, we... Here's how it is, Doc. I've been playing a lot of old tapes in my head, you know? I can see how they've been holding me back from really letting something good into my life, and I really want to make things work between Linda whoa, and me. Whoa, whoa. Slow down there, Ron. <laughs> Sorry. We're on the road to a big reconciliation here. Yeah. Let's take it one step at a time. All right. Now, Linda, how do you feel about this? Yeah. Well, I feel good. <laughs> it's pretty amazing to see such an outpouring of love and caring from Ron. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's a little overwhelming, to tell you the truth. I don't know, maybe if he would at least belch or something. <laughs> Sorry, babe, no can do. Some things we have to be serious about. <laughs> that is an excellent place to pick up next time. Great. I'll see you both on Friday. Looking forward to it. You know... I think we really did make some excellent progress here. Thank you, doctor. Yes, thank you, doctor. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. She's great, huh? <laughs> well, just you and me. How about a hug? Uh, not quite yet, but we'll get there. All right, I understand. Thanks, honey. Well, let's go, huh? Sure is a beautiful day outside, my dear Linda. Yes, it is. Would you care to hit the button on the crosswalk thingy so we can cross? All right. You know, I hear the more you hit it, the sooner the light will change. <laughs> <laughs> is that so? Well, then. Yeah. Hey, that little girl. Who is that? She looks familiar. What is she, about six or seven? That peasant dress? The Bob haircut? Linda, Linda, you okay? Is she coming toward me? Is she coming right toward me? Linda! God, why am I so afraid? Linda, Linda, look out! Oh, God! You nearly stepped in front of that car, honey. I... I thought I saw something. Or someone. Who? A little girl. A little... Oh. I don't see her. Well, she's gone. You know, I have a feeling that she'll be back, Linda. Something tells me she'll be back. New Frequency, signing off in three, two, one.